0: Brick and Mortar Reporter, episode 69, where we talk about getting out and about. Welcome to the Brick and Mortar Reporter podcast, where we show you how to build your business brick by brick. Put on your hard hat and grab your tool belt because you are about to enter the construction zone. And now here's your host, Christy Hosler. Hi there, localists. Welcome to the Brick and Mortar Reporter Podcast. My name is Christy, and I'm your host for today. As always, I'm your host every day, so you're, it's always just going to be me and you until I can find some local business owners that want to come back on and talk to me and share their business stories, and hopefully that will happen. Uh, in the meantime, I'm sharing you with you my business story and my story of esta- establishing a local business in Key West, Florida, quit my job, my corporate job, six-figure job in South Carolina and moved to Key West, Florida in June of this year. And we're hearing exactly what it takes to (laughs) quit your job and move to Key West. So it's a crazy life. It's a crazy thing for somebody 45 years old to do and make a change, but I needed to get control of my life and I needed to finally live the life I wanted and on my own terms. Am I there yet? No, not yet, but it's a work in progress. So I'm going to tell you about uh, what I'm doing and what some plans are that I have. Uh, For those of you that might be joining us for the first time, I have a food cart uh, on the Mallory Square Sun at the Mallory Square Sunset Celebration every single night and in that I sell cryopop which is a caramel corn that we make and then freeze with liquid nitrogen as people order it so they're getting frozen caramel corn and people always ask why would you freeze it and I say because it's Key West we can do whatever we want in Key West it's crazy so At the same time, I'm also adding right now the liquid nitrogen ice cream that I make to order on the cart. So I've also got some hot food for some winter months and I do kebabs and that sort of thing on the grill. And so those are some things that I am looking at as opportunities to grow my product line and to earn my living so that I can pull in the income that I need to live in paradise. And so that's my journey and my quest, and it might be inspiring to some people. I can tell you it is scary. For me, it's very scary, it's very uncertain, and uh, it is not for the faint of heart, I will tell you. Now, granted, one day, and uh, I think it was my dad that said to me, uh, boy, Christy, I think a year from now, you are really going to be amazed at where you are, and I can't wait for that day, because I'm just now getting to the point where we're celebrating a year from the point in time we began to make our transition. October of last year was whenever we began to make the uh, transition down to Key West, and it just took me from October until June to finally get down here full time. But we're coming up on our year, and we can already look back and say, wow, things have changed in the last year. And um, we're looking forward to more change and uh, growth and, and that sort of thing happening in this next year. So I'm extremely excited about what's going on in the business. Now I wanted to share with you a couple of things that I am doing. Um, For those of you that are not familiar, Mallory Square Sunset Celebration happens every single night. At this point we've just gone back to, or we've stopped Daylight Saving, so we're back on Standard Time, and Sunset happens, it's happening right about Roughly 5:30 right now here in q s and so I leave my house and go down about two o'clock in the afternoon. I need to be there and getting set up by about three. I can begin selling about 3:45. So essentially, my doors are open for business from 3:45 until about 6.45 at night. So I have a three-hour window to sell as much as I can sell to as many people as I can sell it to and earn my living. And we have just gotten to the point where the new lease for the organization that I'm a part of that conducts and manages that sunset celebration is getting signed. And that will allow us to also have a daytime Mallory Square Artisan Market down on the pier in the same place on days where we have cruise ships coming in because for those of you that don't know uh, key west is a big cruise ship destination for cruises that are coming out of miami and all up and down the east coast and heading to the bahamas and anywhere else in the caribbean many 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 boats have stop-offs in key west and so every single day there is almost every day during the season, which, you know, kind of runs the winter season. Uh, there is, is multiple boats. There are multiple boats in Key West, I can say it correctly. And so there can be up to three at a time that can be docked. There's places, uh, three separate docks that we can have uh, cruise ships come in. Two of them are pretty much right within, you know, eyesight of where we our location is on Mallory Square. One is uh, a little further off the beaten path, and so they shuttle people back up to the main shopping area. So cruise ship guests are terrific for our economy. They have very little time to spend in Key West, and I hate to say it, but many times they get sucked into... The tourist traps, and I don't mean to say that in a negative way, but you know every tourist whenever they go to an area, they you know they're they're kind of their guard is up because they realize there there are tourist traps, and they really want to go to places that are more local and more uh, out of the way from the regular tourist stuff. and Duval Street on in Key West is no different um, than a lot of the tourist areas, like a probably compared to like a Bourbon Street in New Orleans. And there's shops and there's all kinds of um, souvenir shops and and we say um, the locals here are a little bit frustrated with the uh, level of the quality of many of these shops. Um, they say we don't need another T-shirt shop. We don't need another um, cigar shop that. Uh, is, you know, we we sometimes we we feel like there are some shady business owners that are uh, coming in and not treating the tourists like the local business owners would like to see them treated, and we get a little bit offended because that's not the impression of our city that we want to give people. So many times people get off the cruise ships and they are are directed uh, to Duval Street because it's world-famous Duval Street. But on Duval Street, you get a ton of imported stuff. I mean, people can, uh, you know, print up, uh, anything they want on a t-shirt and import it and, and get it from, uh, overseas and at a fraction of the cost of what it is. And in fact, it's funny because there is a, excuse me, there's a particular t-shirt shop that or a couple of them actually that will have this perpetual going out of business. Everything's $5. Um, kind of sale going on. And you go into it, and they'll have Key West, Key West, Key West, everything Key West, and we were in one of those shops whenever some, the people were, that we were visiting down here were down, doing the Duval crawl, and uh, they were in those shops, and we got to digging around through the stuff, and, you know, in those same boxes where there was all this Key West stuff, we kept finding stuff for uh, Myrtle Beach and Hilton Head and a few other places, and you just think, you know, this is This is not what Key West is about Key West isn't about a t-shirt that's been imported from China or Taiwan and nothing against those that do but it's about the local island feel and so what uh, the artisan market is going to be able to bring to the cruise ship passengers is actual things that are handcrafted and handmade in Key West by Key West artists and for those of you that don't know Key West is a huge artist enclave, and whether it's artists that do uh, craft type work or whether it's artists that are uh, performance artists or musical artists or whatever it is, it is. It, there are so many free spirits here that have been able to make a living doing the art that they uh, they say is in them, you know, and that's what they were meant to do. And so many of these crafters and artists and You know, artisans are going to be down at the artisan market. They're at Mallory Square every single night, but the cruise ships have to leave before sunset, so they can't even be there. So they are going to be able to, we're we're going to be able to have this artisan market during the day that the cruise boats are here and provide them with really what is truly Key West art. It's not the same junk you see up on Deval Street that was imported. You're actually, uh, as an artist participating in the artist, artisan market, you are required to be there to sell your merchandise. So if you buy something from somebody's booth, the person that you're buying it from is the person that made it. They spent, they're they the one that spent the hours creating it, and it's, it's their product. It's their baby. It's their art. It's what comes out of their creative side, and so uh, we're able to provide that. So we'll be able to have some longer days, uh, besides just that three or three-ish hour window, and in, in the evenings. And so um, during I think January, February, and March, there's maybe four or five days of the month that we don't have any cruise ships in, and so um, I'm really looking forward to be able being able to essentially expand my hours of the doors being open and then hopefully in turn that will also lead to a uh, me being able to earn a living, an increase in revenue. Uh, you know, it would be, nothing would be better than for me to go down and sell out of whatever I had at the artisan market during the day and then I would need to go and refuel and ref redo things and come back for the next day. And so uh, yeah, that would be an awesome problem to have to sell out of stuff because I generally way over prepare for uh, the crowds. And so, um, so that's, that's one thing that's going to come along very soon that will help shift, um, what I'm doing into maybe the more sustainable column. And, um, I'm really looking forward to the benefit of that. At the same time, my cost is the same whether I go into Key West and sell my stuff for three hours or for 10 hours. The only difference is my time. And let's face it, I'm not getting paid for my time. When you are in business for yourself, you don't get paid for your time. You're not trading time for money anymore. Um, There are some businesses, um, consultants or even freelancers, that you do trade time for money. I am not in a situation where I can trade my time for my money. And there might be a time that I work for two hours and make an incredible amount of money and it does pay for my time, but there's also many, many days where I've gone down, and I've spent hours between preparing my products, getting my cart ready, doing everything that I need to do to get down there, and I go down, and I lose money, or barely break even, so I'm never worried about getting paid for my actual time, and I just need a certain amount to maintain um, my lifestyle. Now, later on, I can, if I can scale it, then I can get to the point where uh, it's not going to be an exchange of time for dollars as well in my situation either. So it's it's just a crazy thing and it's what you deal with with business, but I'm not putting a dollar amount on my time at this point. I'm just looking for a certain amount of revenue. And one of the things that uh, I wanted to talk to you about today is that I am going to try you know, I told you whenever I started cryopop, and it's that's the caramel corn part of my business that I do with liquid nitrogen, that I wanted to get out and do parties, and I wanted to do events, and I wanted to do some things locally. Well, if I want to do that, and there are gonna be many times whenever a party or an event that I might be doing might also conflict and bump into the sunset celebration. So I might not be able to be two places at once, and I, as the business owner, always have to be at sunset. But if I got a party or an event, I don't necessarily have to be the one carrying that out at that event. I could hire somebody uh, to go and do that, or I could have uh, my partner in the business go to the event and do the, the product there and make the money from that while I'm down doing Mallory Square at the same time. So the more we can branch out and get into the local community, the better off we'll be. Here's the thing. Locals don't go to Mallory Square Sunset celebration unless they have out-of-town visitors. It's just not a local hangout. And I don't know why. I think it's just over the years, you know, they've seen the performances. They've seen all the performers down there. There's also a ton of places locally where you can go and be in a very comfortable place, uh, having a refreshing beverage and a uh, beautiful dinner, and you can view sunset. And so locals know this, and they're here Uh, all the time and so the mallory square celebration is kind of more uh, a tourist thing and where the tourists go and so there's not a lot of locals down there now i will see some locals i have some locals that will specifically come see me they're my friends and they will come down and stop by and they'll get some ice cream or they'll stop by and talk to me and just say hey just close by i was going to go to the theater over here and i was just going to stop by and see you before then i mean i i have people that come down there all the time to see me um but they're not there um, because they are there to experience the sunset celebration. They've been there and done that, and now they do it in different ways. It's all, the sunset is always a celebration, no matter where you are, but it's great to be able to enjoy that from anywhere in the Keys, um, and many people do. And so, um, one of the things I need to do is I need to be able to get out into the local community. So, there's a couple of Events that are coming up very very soon that um, I am going to try to get into, and because we're also coming very we're well, closing in really close on Thanksgiving now as well, which uh, if you can believe that that's just crazy to me. But um, there is on November 22nd on a Saturday, there is a Key West chalk art. I don't know if it's called a festival. But anyway, it's part of uh, Art in Public Places. Um, It is sponsored by uh, Key West. And essentially, there's a place called the Truman Waterfront Promenade. And it's got lots of uh, asphalt and concrete and that sort of thing. And so they bring in some of the best chalk artists from around the world. And those chalk artists spend days, I mean, all day long out there in their spot creating their art and they create these beautiful masterpieces with chalk just on the asphalt and on the concrete that's at the promenade and during this time you can actually go by and see you know watch them as they're working and you can you know stroll through there and see the works in progress but then the culmination of everything is a event all day saturday from like ten to (laughs) five where people are there looking at the completed work, and there's also crafters and other vendors there, and uh, I have been in touch with the people asking about coming and selling ice cream and that sort of thing, and they said that would be great. So I'm trying to get in there. It's very inexpensive. Well, I say it's inexpensive. Uh, it would cost me like $50.00 to get into, uh, to get a booth set up at that place. So I'm going to do a little bit of checking around tonight at the Sunset Celebration and see if any of those vendors and artists have done that before. Just kind of see what their, um, you know, what the traffic level is. Uh, I need, of course I need there to be enough to uh, justify me being over there versus being down at sunset that day, so. And then that's the that's the weekend, I believe, before Thanksgiving. And which is so we've now planned our trip back to South Carolina to try to uh, cover uh, times when it's going to be least impactful to us uh, for Thanksgiving. And so Even though we could leave at the beginning of the weekend, on the weekend before Thanksgiving, we're actually waiting until, I think, after church on Sunday so that I can do the art market all day long on Saturday, and then um, we can do music in church that Sunday, so we'll leave after church that Sunday and then come back the following Friday or Saturday because November 30th, which is a Sunday, is also The Key West Artisan Market, and I'm going to try to get in there. The great thing about those two venues is that it is a place where locals are. It is a way for me to start connecting with local people about my product. Um, I definitely need to get it out there. No one else in Key West is doing what I'm doing so it's a unique thing and people are thrilled when they see it but I need locals to be thrilled about it to talk to other locals. It doesn't do me a lot of, I mean, for my business purposes, making My product all day long for tourists will bring in revenue, but it's not going to get me um, into events or into parties or any type of um, on site uh, special type of of, uh, service that I can do for people and their events. So anyway, it's just one of those things that I need to branch out, and I need to do that, and those are two things that I'm looking to very quickly get up and running and get out there and try to get my name out there. And the great news for me is that it seems like there's always something going on in Key West. Um, There's always a festival. There's always a crowd being drawn to Key West. And sometimes it's for, um, you know, it's for things like Lobster Fest or, you know, other, you know, seasonal type things. But there's always seems like something going on. And we're hitting right now we're coming up on the busy time of the year for that. Once the holidays come and January starts, it's going to be um, a madhouse. All of our snowbirds come back into town, and then we get the height of the tourist season coming. So I want to be prepared, and I want to be to the point where I'm maxed out and really able to know that I can earn my living. Now, the other thing that um, is very, very important for me is to try to figure out What I need to spend a little money on advertising. I can't, I mean, no business can survive without doing some sort of advertising. And because my primary market is in a place where no one local is, because it's all tourists, um, it's even more incumbent upon me to get my name out and advertise. And so there are tons, if you've, I've never been in a place where there are more free. Weekly newspapers uh, in different areas will have them. There's some for the Middle Keys and there's some for the Lower Keys. I kind of happen to be halfway uh, in between both of them. And so uh, I can easily go to the Middle Keys, which is Marathon, and uh, anything over the Seven Mile Bridge is considered the Middle Keys, and anything below the Seven Mile Bridge is considered the Lower Keys. So I actually live in the Lower Keys, but it's 15 minutes to the Middle Keys. So, you know, it's just I, I have Uh, Because of where I'm located geographically, I have a very much wider range than I would if I lived uh, just further down in the Lower Keys. So, I've got to figure out to do some advertising. So this week I'm going to try to uh, get some um, in in the classifieds and get some advertising done in some of these local papers. They're they're uh, reasonable, uh, reasonably priced. uh, I believe from what I've what I've done so far, research-wise, they're reasonably priced. And they survive off of advertising and lots of companies advertise in them. And But those are the papers that the locals pick up. I mean, don't get me wrong, tourists pick them up too. But the locals pick them up every single week and that's where they advertise jobs and that's where they advertise um, all the things that they do for locals, whether it's local discounts and, and the things like that that they offer so I've got to get out there because now right now is the time when people are starting to plan their holiday events and I could do um, some things with my products at a specific event that would be catered toward whatever their event is and so now is the time I need to get my name out there for that so that's what I'm going to be doing in the next week or so um, is trying to get in some some advertising and try to do a little bit of split testing and see what works I have to excuse my live audience here is uh, wrestling with each other, so you have to uh, bear with me just a moment. But the um, the thing is, I've got to do some some testing and see where my dollars can be spent. It's very hard for local businesses to really make the best of their best use of their local advertising dollars and it's because many times you don't know where your customers are coming from or that you're not even keeping track of it and everyone says I can do this for you I can do that for you I can do the other thing for you and then before you know it you've blown a bunch of money on advertising and you don't know what you got out of it you don't have any idea what the return on your investment is and so I don't have a lot of money to spend but I do need to do some advertising. I cannot expect to be a thriving business and have my arms out into the local community to kind of help offset the exposure that I risk by being very one-dimensional and only being down at Mallory Square. If something were to happen down there and that event were to disappear, then it would drastically change my uh, business model and I don't wanna be all uh, I don't want to be so vulnerable in that in that way, and I want to be able to uh, have some other customers of my own locally that I can also build a business around, and that by doing that I can then branch out and potentially have. Uh, you know, people that I bring into the business to help carry out some of these events and work for me and be, help me, you know, help me the representation of my business to the local community. So it's one of those things where uh, i got to be very careful and very thoughtful about what I do and see where the best return is uh, for my money. And then at the same time, I need to have a real tight plan so that as I talk to people and meet people locally, that I can get the word out there that I do events and parties and that sort of thing too. So um, I've just now started, um, like the other day, whenever I was testing I was making, starting to make ice cream with liquid nitrogen down on Mallory Square for the Superboat races. I did go ahead and put it out to the local community. I hit up the, there's lots of Facebook groups around Key West that are for different things, and you can put anything on there, like, you know, almost like community bulletin boards. So I started putting that out there and saying, I'm doing this, I'm selling ice cream down there, and come see me, I'll make some for you. And, um, Lots of people saw it, lots of people liked it, and I did get some people come by for that because they had seen it on Facebook. So it's just one of those things that the more I reach out, the more I'm going to realize that reaching out is not as difficult as I think it is in my mind because my mind always builds up things to be much more scary and difficult than they really are. And so I will keep you posted on what I'm doing and what my marketing plan is and what I finally come up with whenever I determine where the best use of my very, very small advertising budget is. And so uh, we'll, we'll keep you posted on that because I know this is a struggle that a lot of local businesses have, and but this is the way I've got to get out into the community. So having local events that I can do and places where local people are around and I can meet them and I can interact with them, I can you know share my card and my information with them, share my products with them, that's going to be the key to getting into local events and local parties and local uh things that are going on so that's what i'm looking for for the future i can't hang all my revenue in that one mallory square channel although that will be expanding very shortly to from three hours a day to much longer than that on any day that i choose and believe me i will be taking advantage of all of it i do not mind working 10 or 12 hours a day i spent years doing that for other people and so it certainly is okay by me to do that for myself um, if it's a 14 or 15 hour day that is okay too I will do what I need to do uh, in order to be successful and so that's uh, that's my plan that's what's going on I'll keep you posted I appreciate your interest I appreciate you following along I appreciate you actually caring or getting involved in all the uh, things that I am doing I'm really want to be able to look back a year from now and say uh, we learned some valuable things, but look what we did to grow a business. And then of course I can also help be a resource for other people that want to do the same thing. So I've got to figure it out. I've got to keep trying and keep experimenting. And once I do that, boy, I'm gonna have a lot of knowledge and I'll be certainly willing to share it. I believe in transparency. I believe in abundance. I am not a scarcity mentality person, and so I don't believe that by sharing what I'm learning and what I'm going through, that in some way I'm going to give a competitor an advantage over me, and suddenly my business will suffer for it. I believe in giving away everything I do uh, because... I think there's enough out there, enough business for everyone, and we can separate ourselves based on how we treat our customers and the services we provide, and the quality behind our products. So, I don't have to, don't have to hold my cards close to my chest with what I'm doing and the things that are working for me. And uh, I think the more local businesses that we have thriving the better our community is. And that's the same way in your community as well. You might not have a community that has as many local businesses as I'm able to have, uh, be around here in the Keys. We don't have, uh, we joke that, uh, we're closer to Cuba than we are to Walmart. And in the papers lately, there is some talk about being in discussions with some development companies about potentially bringing a Walmart to, um, one of the Keys down here that has a a strip mall that could be anchored by a Walmart neighborhood market or something like that and to be honest the community is not embracing that at all. I mean don't get me wrong, we all have to use Walmart for a certain, you know, at, at times in our lives the same way we in the Keys all end up having to do a certain amount of internet shopping because there's so many things that are not available locally. But you know what? That doesn't mean we want it in our backyard at the same time. We don't want to put local businesses at risk by bringing in one huge corporation that's going to suck all the money out of Key West and send it to the corporate office in Arkansas. And, uh, it, and you know, we, we there's a lot of ethical and moral things um, that have been... Uh, put out there in the news about the the big corporations and how they treat their employees. And most people in Key West don't want that to be their option for jobs. You know, they don't want to be treated like that. And part of what I'm doing with my life is trying to take control of it so that I don't have to go and work for someone else and be treated any way that they want to treat me. Because a company that, uh, and companies that I've worked for before, will use me as much as they can to their advantage, and then not always make me um, feel as valued as I think that I probably have been to them. And so that I think a lot of people feel that way. And so if you wanted to break out, and get on get you know something going on your own now is a great time start something on the side do a side hustle get it moving so that eventually at some point in time you will have something that can replace your income replace your job and pretty soon you are on the path to freedom and it doesn't necessarily mean it's all about the money sometimes it's about time freedom so uh, that's what i'm doing that's the journey i'm taking that's ju- the journey you're along for the ride with me on and, uh, I will keep you informed on what's working for me and what is, what is not working. And, uh, I can, I can fill up episodes all day long of the failures that I've had. And, um, I don't want to focus on the negative. I will tell you about them. I will tell you what I'm doing to fix them. But, uh, constantly refining and trying to be better. And so, um. That's where we're headed. That's where we're moving ready to branch out into local and try to get to the point where I can get some business on my own based on my products and the services that I can offer. So you guys, thanks for coming. Thanks for joining me today. And I hope that you have a fantastic day. Thank you for listening to the Brick and Mortar Reporter Podcast, where we build businesses all day long with no permits. Remember, local businesses are the backbone of our economy. So, whenever you have the opportunity, choose local.